Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DC Radio.gov, here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show. We have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul and I am so excited every single opportunity I get to have conversations with these insightful, informative, inspiring, and illuminating individuals who in their own right have a soulful story behind their lives, their successes, and some of their challenges. And it is my privilege, um, along with the support of my amazing producer, Shane, Lewis and our GM, Max Myrick, to bring to you these conversations. My guest today, this is her second time here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, but I'm going to tell you a little about her. She is dynamic and engaging and transformative. These three words give witness to what has become the life work of spiritual leader and therapeutic coach. I'll tell you her name in a minute. She's my sister and my friend. These descriptions actually put her in a category of her own. She's dynamic, one of the most sought after speakers on the topic of merging faith and psychotherapy. She's spoken on diverse platforms ranging from arena sized gatherings to one-on-one small sessions. She skillfully crafts an approach to the wholeness or to wholeness that embraces and balances both the science behind the behavior as well as the spiritual solutions to healing. Her message is dynamic. Her approach helps people access the God within themselves to live life at higher levels. This concept is a foundational one for my guest's pastoral work. As a servant leader and preacher's daughter, her sensitivity to people's real-world problems developed out of her personal struggles for perfection and accept acceptance. And to that end, she continues to have prophetic intergenerational impact as pastor at Union Temple Baptist Church in Washington, D.C. Her approach is indeed engaging. She's on a mission to uplift and encourage God's people. She's recently curated a movement called the 30-Day Soul Detox Challenge, a spiritually therapeutic process. She also leads an amazing prayer meditation call each weekday morning, I think with the exception of Mondays. I hope she takes Mondays off. She's been affectionately named the atmosphere shifter, the results of experiencing her in whatever form, are that people are empowered and equipped to walk boldly in their purpose. Her results are transformative. My guest today earned her BA in psychology from Spelman College, her master of social work from Catholic University, and her doctor of philosophy from Loyola University in Maryland. She's passionate about balancing her roles as a wife, a mom of three, a businesswoman, a pastor, a national speaker, counselor and ministry. Did I tell y'all 
She's a therapeutic coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Welcome back to the Soul Wealth Radio Show, my sister, mm. my friend, Reverend Anika Wilson Brown, PhD. I'm yes. saying it all, honey, because you work like for it. that. I know that's right. I remember when you was mm. like, I can't do this, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you Woo. used to put out a virtual SOS like yes. this is too much. I serious. think I'm thinking about just mm-hmm. mm, we were like no. <laughs> you're like I'm all but all but all but ABD, dissertation. All but dissertation. Uh-huh. I don't think I can do this. We were like no, you got to keep going. I'm so oh. glad. So glad that you did. Thank you. How do you feel? I'm glad that I did as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was grueling. And then, you know, I didn't know the statistics how few black women have their PhD. And when I realized that it is very much an anomaly in our community, mm-hmm. that did help me to push a little harder. That's so yeah. great. We are so proud of you. I know your family's proud of you, your children, your husband, your parents. Yes. Your siblings, your church members, your clients, both in person and online. Yes. Look, your Facebook and Instagram congregation, because yes. you do have one. I do. I do. I do. And <laughs> online do. clients, too. They be like, you're my therapist. Absolutely. From far away. <laughs> Listen, I so enjoy your holistic approach mm-hmm. to life. Yeah. Not just ministry. Like, to life. I'm not even kidding with you, Anika. Some mornings I wake up, you know, because I tried this practice of not picking up my phone mm-hmm. first thing yes. in the morning. Yes. But girl, when I wake up, I'm like, Anika's on. Mm-hmm. Then I got to roll over to Lily. I'm like, God, we got to rearrange <laughs> this morning practice here. Because right. I go from prayer with you mm-hmm. to 15 minutes of freedom. Listen. Yes. And when I miss it, Man, it's, it's like withdrawals. It is. It's a vibe all morning long. It is. It is. And it I is. love it. I I'm like, too. God, can I please get an exception <laughs> to the no phone first right. thing in the morning? Right, right. First thing in the morning because it is so powerful yeah. and unlike anything. It is. And it's important to start your morning with that intention. And it's, it's become such anything. a community. It has. Good. It yeah. has. And I know that, you know, pre-social media... I don't know if you remember this, but pre-social media, I used to do a morning inspiration call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I did that thing for seven years. Yeah. Monday through Friday at 7.30. Wow. So it's not a small thing. It's not. To wake up every morning, get yourself together. Yes. Your thoughts, whatever mm-hmm. God wants to say through you. And I used to, I've done it, I did it in the airport Oh, yeah. I did it at the train station. That's me. In the hotel lobby. Like, I was so committed to it. So it takes a special passion and level of commitment and endurance. Yeah, it really does. So I just want to say thank you. (sighs) Because I know that's not an easy thing. It's not. Lily said this morning, y'all almost didn't see me. (laughs) Oh, I've had a few of those moments. I'm like, go back and watch a replay, because I can't. Mm-hmm. 
But it is so good. What made you start that? So that began uh, during one of our soul detox challenges. Okay. Um, and during that 30-day process, I um, walk folks through a process of affirmation and ritual and prayer. And so we would gather on that Facebook page mm-hmm. in the mornings mm-hmm. to kind of just set what the affirmation uh, was, what we were going to focus on. And um, it really just started to build this community to the point when it was over, everybody was like, um... Are we sure this is going to end today? And so what I said was, okay, I'll I'll do it another month. It's probably been a year and a half now where um, I started funneling to different channels. Now Mm -hmm. I put it on Union Temple's page. I put it on my personal page. And um, it's really been something that helps um, so many people. And it's become a part of my morning practice uh, as well. So it is kind of built into something, you know, greater than I intended for it to be. I love it. Yeah. Is this where you thought you would be? No. In many ways. Just (laughs) overall. Talk about that. Talk about that because you know, scripture talks about how we plan. Yes. God laughs, right? Right. We plan. Yes. However, that we each have ordered steps. We do. We do. Because I certainly... Had no intention. I wanted to be a flight attendant. So, like, just... I could see you doing that. Just, <laughs> just compare. Yeah. Flight attendant. Uh-huh. Oh, so wealth. All yes. this other stuff. Oh, my goodness. What has that been like for you? How have you journeyed to acceptance? That's the mm-hmm. question. What has been your journey to acceptance of this assignment? Yes. Because it's that. It is. It is. We couldn't do it if it we wasn't could that. Not. And it's an ever-evolving mm-hmm. assignment. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like there were levels of me saying yes, because God knows me oh so well, <laughs> that if God had told me all of what I was saying yes to, I would have, I think I would have shrank back from that. Mm -hmm. So it was, I envisioned it as like these incremental yeses, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I can do that. Yes, I'll lead praise and worship. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes, I'll lead this women's ministry. Okay. And in each level, like the elders say, every round goes higher and higher. Mm -hmm. And I feel like at each one of those levels, I got to know who I really am a little better and to release those false perceptions of who I was and what I can't do. And even release the reputation that I had built up of myself of being shy and insecure, Uh because that really wasn't the fullness of who I am and was. Like It's so, for me, just to watch you blossom. Yeah. Like, it's a heart thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't always say that I'm watching or that I'm present or that I'm scrolling by or driving by. Yeah. But it is just so amazing to watch you blossom mm-hmm. in the midst of multiple transitions. Yes. Happening not only in your family, in your church family, mm-hmm. in the community, yeah. right? In the world. Yeah. It's just so incredible how, you know, it's like you, how the lotus flower comes up out mm-hmm. of the mud of the or, mud. you know, how the phoenix rises up out of the ashes. Yes. And not that the fire was bad. Mm-hmm. It's just multiple transitions. That's a good way to describe it. Multiple transitions. At, at the same time. Yes. 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 And it's just like, I ain't gonna lie, I was like, better her than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. 
Yeah. Oh my God. <clears throat> I was yeah. like, yeah, you got it. Mm. Because it's such, I don't want to call it an anomaly, mm-hmm. but it almost is just yeah. to watch your family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to have your parents that like to be in multi generational service is absolutely. powerful. It is. It is absolutely powerful. It's such a and powerful example. And it's even example. more powerful now as I watch my children evolve. And listen, folks always ask me, how do you get them to... I'm like, I don't ask them. And I don't even know how to describe it uh-huh. other than a, an intergenerational call that uh-huh. we continue to respond to that just gives you this intrinsic yes. And each generation has yeah, a yes. Yeah, Because it's like, let's see, one, two, so what, three generations yes. now? Yes, In service. In service. At the same time. Yeah. Even though your parents are kind of retired. Right. That's right? what they call it. <laughs> That's what they call but it. But their presence mm-hmm. is powerful. It is. It is. Because sometimes I hear your dad in the background, like mm-hmm. when you're ministering and you hear that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. like, Baba's in the house. They are my biggest cheerleaders mm-hmm. and supporters. And it is so, it's such a blessing to have them there mm-hmm. in that way. And I think to have them there supporting me and pushing me forward, it mm-hmm. has been a great blessing too. So yeah, it's, like it's I can beautiful. do this. Yeah. Did you see this? No. I don't even know how. No, no, in every language is no. <laughs> no, 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 uh-uh. <laughs> no, in every language is no. That's powerful. Yes, no, in every language mm-hmm. is no. Did I see it? Did I see it? No. Did I sense it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did I sense that there was a purpose that it, it, it continues to be bigger than I am? That intimidates me and scares the bejesus out of me every time I never know. think about it because it's so big and it's so vast and it's so beyond anything that I could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. I I love, like I said, I'm scrolling by your social media or you just don't know I'm around, but I'm around. And I saw you post once a tribute of gratitude mm-hmm. to this couple. Mm-hmm. who you said showed up once you went back into the sanctuary. Yes. And you would look up and they would be sitting there. Mm-hmm. And how encouraging it was to see them. Yes. Because for the most part, the sanctuary was empty. Mm-hmm. But Anika, it, watching you online, you would never know that's what was really in your heart. Like, mm. how am I preaching to pews right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. And for me, it's the demonstration of perseverance mm-hmm. and doing it afraid. Right. Everything and doing done, it uncomfortable. Always, yeah, I always do it afraid. Like, I could hear you saying, God, this is whack. Yes. <laughs> I was like, for real? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Yeah. But you did it. And... To have support like that, mm. that you know it's ordained. Yes, that's a calling for yes. them. Yes, yeah. To like, we're here. Mm-hmm. We got and, you. And they say they say it to me every Sunday. And from that, they were like, "We're here." And that was the words they would say. And they mm-hmm. would look at me from that seat mm-hmm. in that empty sanctuary. And I'm like, "Y'all need to be at home." They like, mm, "We good. We got our mask. We we here." That is so cool. It was yeah. I want to talk about. Your therapeutic coaching. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did how did you 
get there? Because I have you in a category with people okay. in that space, mm-hmm. like Dr. Tama Bryant. Mm-hmm. In many ways, Iyama, mm-hmm. Mama Iyama. Mm-hmm. And I know she came to celebrate you. She did. What was it, the wasp? Yes, she talked about that wasp and the and the spiritual meaning of the wasp. That was powerful it was. forever. It was. So therapeutic coaching, what mm-hmm. is that? So therapeutic coaching is this space that I get to operate in that is a therapeutic and healing space for those that I encounter. And Mm -hmm. I see it as a bridge for those who might not necessarily go to therapy or be interested in psychotherapy. Mm -hmm. There's so much resistance and stigma to that, that I believe my call is to make it reachable and make it within the grasp of individuals that I serve and work with. So I can be teaching and folks will say, I felt like that was a therapy session. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. And it's it's a unique gifting in the way that um, I can provide you with that those tools that are uh, time-proven psychological techniques and at the same time wrap it up in ancient spiritual teachings um, so that you can grasp it and see that there really is no distinction between the two. Healing is healing in whatever shape and form it comes in. And so... Um, I just love to operate in that space where I, where I blur the lines. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. And you're blurring the lines. This sounds very Marion Williamson-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, you're blurring the lines gives other people permission to do the same. Yes. Yes. Like if she can do it. Yes. It's okay. Mm-hmm. For yeah. me, it is. It you know, is. to blur the lines, I don't have to be perfect. I don't. The colors don't. don't have to match. No, they don't. No, they don't. And I can step out of what I'm familiar mm-hmm. with. I can even step out of what uh, my reputation is or what I've normally done in order to experience and encounter different things and in different ways. Do you feel pressure from your reputation? Always. Yeah. Talk about that. The pressure is number one, and I get asked this question all the time. How are you going to fill the shoes of your father? Because he had such a strong and bold presence and legacy. And it would intimidate me every time someone asked me until one interview that I had the boldness I felt. And like spirit spoke to me in that moment. We don't wear the same size. Listen, I don't have to. I don't even wear his shoes. Right. I said, my calling is to wear stilettos and I'm going to step in these stilettos in my unique and specific way that God called me to be. And when I answered that question in that way, I've never been asked it again. Mm. I think that is paramount to the fact that when there are insecurities and doubts within you, Uh folks reverberate that back to you. Mm. And they will ask you the very questions that you're trying to figure out yourself. So it was like, once I came to that conclusion, actually, I'm not filling his shoes. Right. And answered it in that way. I've never had to answer that again. That's um, so cool. Yeah. I, I My pressure was not necessarily in succeeding your dad mm-hmm. and pastoral leadership. It's just pressure in general. Yeah. Because the way you show up so beautifully in each area mm-hmm. of your life as a therapeutic coach, yeah. spiritual leader of a very well-known mm-hmm. foundational yeah. church. Yeah. In ever gentrifying, changing Anacostia. Yeah. Like just Carly talking about swimming in Anacostia. I saw that. They got to be crazy. No. (laughs) 
on no day. Not, not even on, 50 years not from now. Not on no day of the week, day, serious? time, or okay. evening. Let yeah. me come back. I'm sorry. I got distracted. <laughs> sorry. Like, no. Yeah. So pressure as a wife, mm-hmm. as a mom, mm-hmm. as a sibling. Yeah. Like, how do you separate Reverend Anika Wilson-Brown, Ph.D., mm-hmm. and Anika? Oh, that's a good question. And I think I started off trying to to balance all mm-hmm. of those elements of myself, and it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Because you never can give... What I'll say is that every aspect of my life calls for a different level of attention at different moments. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's not about balance. It's not about right. me having me balance and even attention across wife and mother and pastor. Because there are there are moments when me being a wife requires more attention. There are moments when me being with my children, it requires more attention. So I have to say no. If I try to balance in those moments, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the mark. Right. You know, when it comes to what I need to be in this moment for this aspect. So I don't I don't try to balance anymore. I see it more as like a, a orchestra. You know how when an orchestra is playing, yep. at one point you hear the cymbals and then you hear yep. the, you know, there are the different symphony. instruments that, that, that yep. stick out at various moments. And you don't in those moments say, oh, I want to hear more of the string. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I'm fully present to what I am hearing, what is sticking mm-hmm. out right now. Mm-hmm. And I give that my full attention until that it is, is time so awesome. to pay attention to another instrument. So that's that's my goal. That's so awesome. I heard a musician say once, and she's classically trained, mm-hmm. older. She said the purpose of the conductor. Mm-hmm. No, I had not heard this like this before. She said the purpose of the conductor, mm-hmm. when they're in front of the orchestra, their only job is to to direct your attention. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. Okay, watch me. Yes. Musicians, so you know what to what do. To, <laughs> right. The conductor is really for the audience. Mm-hmm. That's why they stand with their back to yeah. the audience. And if you watch their pointer, they're telling you where to look. Where to look. Yes. And what you hear. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so that powerful. That is powerful. That is powerful. I thought that was so powerful. And so to have you explain, yeah, you know, every area of my life gets the level of attention that it needs in yeah. that moment. It's that conductor mindset. It is. And so like, I that is pay so powerful. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I think we put pressure on ourselves. Yes. To try to give everybody the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be and all it doesn't work to all people. And that mm-hmm. does not work. It does not. And seasons change. Yes. Seasons of relationships change. Absolutely. Like, some people are forever, you know, supposed to walk it all the way out with you. Mm-hmm. And some people are for a reason. Yes. And once that reason is up. And listen, I'm a, I'm a lifetime in therapy. Like, mm-hmm. I believe you have a therapist your whole life, just like you got a dentist mm-hmm. and a, whatever other services you need. And my therapist explained life to me as an orchestra, too, as mm-hmm. a stage. She mm-hmm. said, you're on stage. And this is when I was trying to balance seasons and friendships and relationships mm-hmm. and who gets mm-hmm. what attention. Mm-hmm. She said that there are some people up in the balcony. There are some people on the main level. There are some who sit a little closer. There are some who are backstage beside and they get to see. And so each one of them, they get to Have see a, a different, different view. view of mm-hmm. you. And so what they are exposed to 
um, determines like where they are in your life in that moment. So that that is another way that I used to like uh, be in harmony with myself and in harmony with those that are in my space. I love it, Dr. Anika Wilson (laughs) Brown. I love that. In your 30-day soul detox challenge, Mm -hmm. what are some of the things, what are some of the most significant takeaways for you since you started that? Because you have now a community. I do. I do. 30-day soul detox challengers. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, let's get started. Let's get started. When are we starting? What are we doing? Yeah. You know, where's our journal? Mm-hmm. What What's mm-hmm. happening with that? Just share as we begin to wrap up just some of your favorite takeaways from having started that. Yeah, I think the, the biggest takeaway from that is that we need community. Mm. And um, that community is mm-hmm. very important. In many ways, we've started operating very in an isolated mode mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. You know, it's all about me and what I have going on. Mm-hmm. But in community, we get to see ourselves through others and through that communion of being together. Um, the second takeaway that I have from that is that we need to have detox as a regular part of our spiritual maintenance. So Say that it, again. Say it, that again. We need to have <laughs> detox as a regular part of our routine spiritual maintenance. And so you wouldn't go through your whole day and collect everybody's uh, dirt and energy and debris and residue on your body and come home and go to bed without taking a shower. Right. Right. And so in many ways, we are collectors of energies. We're collectors of, of all of these encounters and experiences, but we don't purify and cleanse ourselves enough. Right. And so our attitudes, our, you know, all a lot of that stuff we're feeling and projecting, it ain't even our stuff. So we've got to, as a routine, regular spiritual maintenance, cleanse not just our bodies, but our energy, our aura. And um, bringing folks into that part of their awareness that, wow, this is an important component of my well-being has been significant. Listen. Yeah. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have no more questions. Yes. I'm talking slowly (laughs) on purpose so that if you just heard that, you Mm -hmm. can sit in contemplation of that. Yeah. So at the end of your day. stuff is not my stuff? Yeah. So at the end of the day, when you sit with yourself, I do a return to sender ritual. Okay? What's that? A return to sender. So the meetings that I've had, the encounters that I've had, the conversations that I've had, they leave a residue on me. They leave thoughts in my mind that are not mine. And so I go, oh, okay, that's not mine. I'm, I'm sending that back to where it came from. I won't, I won't carry that into tomorrow because it's not mine. And I can do that by sitting. I can do it by taking a shower and visually imagine that water wash down and go away down that drain. Uh, And so spiritual maintenance is not optional. Period. Period. How can our listeners connect with you? I'm not asking you (laughs) nothing else because that right there is the exclamation point. Yes. That's powerful. How can they connect with you? AnikaWilsonBrown.com is my website. Uh, 30 Day Soul Detox on Facebook. Join and be a part of that community. We'll have another one coming up in the month of September, I believe is the next one. So we're gearing up for that. Come to Union Temple. Come hang out with me on Sunday mornings at 9.30. Everybody's welcome. Uh-huh. We love everybody and, uh-huh. and love to see everybody. So those I are love some it. Yeah. I'm so proud. Yeah. To call you sister. Yeah. Call you friend. 
This is just amazing. I appreciate it. I just got to say it again. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for Thank coming you for back having me again. to the Soul Wealth Radio Show here on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. I invite you to visit my website, vickijohnson.com. You can also follow me on social media at All Things Vicky, V I K K I. My YouTube is All Things Vicky Johnson. Listen, Soul Wealth is your birthright, it is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live with intention. Live with purpose and at the end of each day, Mm -hmm. do your return to sender ritual. (laughs) Take a shower. Yes. (laughs) Wash everybody else's energy and all of your not so good energy down the drain. Practice consistent spiritual maintenance. Listen, everybody, go out into the world. Live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on soulwealth at dcradio.gov.